Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We have a Britney Spears related mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, when we have a Britney Spears mystery, we get the Cobra Gang together. Yes, we do. Whenever there's trouble, when they're on the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. New mystery in Britney Spears conservatorship case, kids. Let's get together and get to the bottom of what's really going on. That's where I found myself last night on the couch Mm. as I was uh, perusing the internets. I was like, ooh, a new mystery. And also, heads up, there is a hearing finally arriving June 23rd. Uh, We knew about this, but um, I'd forgotten that it was still, you know, headed our way. And now it's even closer, but there is a new mystery. And it's actually... It's not like the biggest mystery ever, but it is the first like uh, Britney story that's not related to like, what's the weird thing Britney's doing on her Instagram that we've come across in a while. So mm-hmm. um, let me present you with the details and then tell me what you guys think is going on here. Uh, really quick, before you go any further, I do just want to say this existing hearing that's coming up on June 23rd is actually an important one because she is going to be speaking at it. Yeah, she's expected to break her silence in this case. She's not, um, anyway, we don't know what she's going to say, but she's going right. to talk. Right. So we all are paying attention is all I'm saying. Absolutely. So uh, ahead of that June 23rd hearing, apparently, supposedly, somebody uh, filed a petition. And I don't mean a petition like online where you say like, I don't like <laughs> um, salsa as a dip. No, uh, this was a mystery document, mm-hmm. a petition filed to... Terminate Britney Spears conservatorship. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh, is like T1000 behind this? Boom, 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 boom. What? <laughs> well, is it terminate Britney Spears? Oh, I see what you did there. Okay, girl. <laughs> I mean, way to throw it all the way back. You fully stuck that landing, though. I was really um, proud of that. A Thanks. deputy court clerk <laughs> for the Superior Court of California County of Los Angeles denied this petition. <laughs> For a very specific reason. So somebody, and we don't know who it is, um, filed a petition to cancel Britney's conservatorship, which would be huge. That's huge. A deputy court clerk for the Superior Court of California County of L.A. denied that petition, as I said. Why? Why? Because we don't know who filled out that dumb paperwork. And the main reason that it was denied is because they didn't pay the $90 filing fee in order to file that paperwork appropriately. Now... Only certain people can file that paperwork anyway. So even if it's somebody, uh, even if, you know, um, you or I showed up and filed this paperwork on Mm -hmm. behalf of Brittany and paid the $90 filing fee, it would not have been approved, obviously. It's so So obvious obvious. because you have to be one of the responsible parties um, that's connected to Brittany's conservatorship. So we don't know who filed this. 
Okay, so I just find this to be really interesting. I will say, so I started following Don't Ask Questions, an Instagram uh, account that's called Lawyers for Britney. Mm-hmm. And it's a group of lawyers yeah. who are... Like excited about Britney yeah, and trying who, to get her out of her... Who have issues with the conservatorship, right? Yeah. Which that but in they were and of highlighted itself, in that documentary, I think, right? Yeah, in and of itself, that is interesting to me, right? A group of actual legal experts who are like, there's something hinky going on with this conservatorship, and so they're paying attention to these things, and they shared this story of this um, of this conservatorship, this uh, filing to end the conservatorship, this petition to end the conservatorship that was not paid and thus was, yeah. you know not accepted and people went bonkers because they were like, Oh my gosh, did her camp file this? And to your earlier point, Bradley, we don't know who filed this. No. And it wouldn't and be, if it were her camp, they would have paid the $90. Well, they would have not only paid the $90, but they wouldn't have done it this way. And you wouldn't have known about it until it was all done and signed, sealed and delivered. Somebody right. probably showed, I mean, my takeaway after, you know, reading this, uh, long, uh, bunch of words was that it's very likely that somebody was like, Oh, they got this paperwork. I'm going to fill out this yeah. paperwork. And then, you know, not thinking this all the way through, um, didn't pay the filing fee and really just created a new story where, um, there wasn't necessarily one or, or if you want to get real conspiratorial, Brittany did it on her own and didn't have $90 cash because she right. doesn't just have access to all her money. So she's just secretly trying to get out from under this conservatorship, which is not actually now it happened, but you know, I would. There are people, there are interested parties who have a vested interest in this story staying alive because yeah. they get attention for it or oh, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm thinking about the hairdresser makeup guy. Oh, that guy. That guy. Billy we have to make like, that dude. Yeah. Okay. So, for those of you who are like, who are you talking about? There's this guy named Billy B, and his Instagram hang- handle is Billy B Makeup. And he's been quoted in a couple things, and I tried to reach out to him to have him on our show, and he said he had to check with Britney, and then he's been radio silent. Yeah, ever because since. he's not besties with Britney. I mean, Britney herself allegedly, supposedly, supposedly has come out. Now, sure, you could say it's like a Mel Gibson in what's that movie? Conspiracy. What women Conspiracy. Oh, yeah. sorry, <laughs> Braveheart. Um, Lethal Weapon. That uh, I can't do any other ones. Sorry, that's all I know. Um, the Beaver. That's a movie. Yeah, I think so. What's it about? He has a, a beaver, hand, duh. He has a hand puppet that's shaped like a beaver. Wow, <laughs> I am so unfamiliar with Mel Gibson's canon. Okay, anyway, my point is, like, um, you know, sure, maybe he's onto something. Um, are you checking or something? Checking? I'm looking to see if he's posted anything. And, and I mean, sure, maybe he's like stuff. the one person who actually knows stuff and nobody else. Like, he's he's, you know constantly being foiled by uh, the dark forces that are around Britney. But I think it smells to me a lot like he's the kind of guy who's like, hey, I once worked with Britney. I'm going to get as much attention for myself as humanly possible because it makes me think of so many other stories. Remember the manager supposedly, allegedly, who was working with Lindsay Lohan, Mm -hmm. who really was just spending his day Googling his name. Her friend in Cincinnati. Her friend in Cincinnati. No, there's no shortage of people who want to insert themselves into a celebrity story. And they will... Thank you. And they will... We will do things such as filing this paperwork with the court to try to end the conservatorship. And you know what? 
you're right. It is probably nothing. However, it does remind us that there is a hearing coming up. It's coming up oh, at the yeah. end of June. She is going to be speaking at it. That is a big deal. We may not get the full uh, meal deal of what she actually says, but it's going to happen. I think there's there's the the there's a bunch of tabloid stories. There's the stories we want to believe. And then there's the story that actually is. And so we're, I don't think those of us who have painted a picture about what this story is really all about will ever be totally, completely satisfied at the resolution of whatever mm-hmm. it is that's likely to happen in this case, because we don't know all the things. Um, and we've also painted a, or written a lot of fiction. Mm-hmm. And so if we're writing a lot of fiction, um, that's going to meet up with reality at some point, which means we'll probably be like, oh, well, that wasn't as exciting as I thought it. We, like, we want Brittany to be like, you know, to jump out of a car, right, right. Uh, roll into a ditch and run to freedom. We want a right? big, dramatic musical closing. But it's and not, not likely it's not likely going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we should expect much at that um, conservatorship. But what will be fascinating and interesting to pay attention to is what the words actually do come out of her mouth, because mm-hmm. it will be the first time that she sort of first person speaks in a way that hopefully we'll hear publicly, I would imagine. Yeah. So. Although, who knows? When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching after this on My Talk 1071. Every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. We like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching. Hello, Paul. Hello, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you for being here. Now, Paul, I know that the first movie that you've come to speak to us about is one that Bradley especially is very excited about because he saw the stage version. I'm excited about it because I've heard all about it and I've never seen it on stage in the Heights. You guys, this is one of the best movie musicals I have seen in years. And, you know, I got a music theater background, so I'm kind of picky about how musicals get adapted for movies, and this everything about this movie works well. Yeah. So if you don't know the story, it's about the residents of Washington Heights in New York City, in that neighborhood, and how they are all fighting for that American dream. And it centers on Snobby, played by Anthony Ramos in this version. He works at a bodega, and he's hoping to one day reopen his dad's bar back down in the Dominican Republic. You have Vanessa, who wants to be a fashion designer. You have Nina, who is coming back after leaving Stanford, and she's kind of too afraid to tell people why she left Stanford. And all these other people just trying to get by, and you learn that there's going to be a blackout coming up. So how do they get by in the heat? How do they work for that dream and is full of song and dance and heart and love and it's stunning it's just such good music and you know i imagine because i always think like the 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 thing that um sucks about musicals is that you can't be like up on stage with everyone right because (laughs) there's a distance no honestly but i love that it's so true there's a distance between you and what's going on whereas there's a more intimate quality when you're in the theater because the screen is bigger you're up up closer and they can just Mm -hmm. get so much more intimate to the people. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how that translates. It sounds like it translates quite well. 
It does. John M. Chu, he directed Crazy Rich Asians. He and the uh, choreographer Alice Brooks do such a stunning job of capturing the dance on screen, making it really feel like it's coming alive. There's a sequence with two of the characters that are essentially like dancing on the side of a building, like kind of a West Side Story almost inspired. So you'll see these little nods to other movie musicals. There's a big number called 96,000 that takes place at the local pool, and they go full out. Esther Williams styles with the kicks and uh, you just feel mm-hmm. the love and then you feel like Washington Heights in New York is a vital character in the movie too. You don't get, you don't lose that sense of location. And Bradley, you mentioned the music and this is written by, the music is written by Lin-Manuel Miranda who wrote this musical well before Hamilton. And if you saw the Hamilton on Disney Plus, Anthony Ramos is in that and he was also in A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. He is a massive star on the rise. If you don't know him now, you will after seeing this movie. That's one of the things I'm so excited about. I really feel like, um, the world is ready for this movie because of yeah. the, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's true, because of the rise and fame of Hamilton and Lin-Manuel Miranda. This, mm-hmm. this was a popular musical prior to Hamilton, but because so many people have Hamilton fever, this is part of what's going to move this story and this musical into the masses. Yeah, and I, it's I love the look at inclusivity and representation. It's so important to Lynn and John Chu to bring that on screen. I, I got to interview like basically everyone involved in the movie. And I asked John, I was like, you know, did you have to fight to go against using, you know, traditional A-list Hollywood talent to be in this movie? Because if you look at the wiki or the IMDb, you may go hear about how this has been in the works forever. And at one point, this person was a passion. At one point, this was. And John Chu told me that Lin-Manuel Miranda has power in Hollywood, and now he does two after Crazy Rich Asians. So they, they could say, like, no, we want up-and-coming actors. We want actors that are right for these mm. roles, not just, you know, Justin Timberlake trying to pose or, you know, or like Christina Aguilera or someone like that. Okay, well, I'm you know, very glad that that— you know? Yeah, I'm glad that it didn't happen that way. Yeah, it, it. I mean, you just are instantly invested from the very opening number. And if you want to taste that, the first eight minutes are on YouTube. If you're like, well, I still don't know, blah, blah, blah. Just watch the first eight minutes. You will be hooked. You'll see Anthony Ramos. You'll fall in love. And you will see that it's, just, it's more than a frothy movie musical. Like, it's it's a love letter to culture and community and family and mm-hmm. everything that these, that, that, that you know, the Latinx community stands for and, and believes in. It's just stunning. It's also just like a perfect moment for a bunch of other reasons. I mean, getting back into the theater after being oh. out of the theater for so long, it's mm-hmm. the summer. So again, another, you like, it just feels right to go. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
sit in a dark theater with air conditioning and mm-hmm. watch some great music and dancing and and something that we've been robbed of for the last year and a half. Yeah, and I want people to, like, if you feel comfortable, go to a theater, spend your dollars on this movie, so that the studios, that Warner Brothers knows, like, we need more of these movies, and that it becomes this massive hit, so that we get more movie musicals, we get more movies about the Latinx community, you know, like, we need more of this, and how you show that is by your dollars, Mm -hmm. spending them at the movie theater. Really quickly, and I don't want to sidetrack us from not being able to get to the other uh, selection you brought with us, but when does, um, because this made me think of West Side Story, which is also so, uh, yeah. the mm-hmm. musical is coming out and I listened to an interview with Rita Moreno and I'm just like I need this musical in my life when does that come out that comes out Christmas so that's gonna be a oh. Christmas release but right. even before that the movie version of Dear Evan Hansen will come out in September oh, I'm excited this about that a big year for movie musicals we've got the Tick Tick Boom musical which is another Jonathan Larson and then randomly Adam Driver is also in a movie musical and I'm forgetting the title of it but that also comes out later this year I, so I, if you I, love again, a movie musical here I know I just said this but I honestly credit Lin-Manuel Miranda and the popularity of Hamilton for this because we were kind of on a musical drought in terms of how yes. the public was accepting musicals well and they were let's yeah. be clear the musicals that we were being served up Included, but not limited to cats. Yeah. Womp, I mean, womp. not the best work. Right. And I feel like we're poised and ready to accept some real good musicals again. And you're right, yeah, Bradley, I, getting back in the theater is part of it, too. Oh, my God, you guys. I hope you enjoy it. And Colleen, like, if you take Tilla to it, I hope you both just love it. Since you both have a dance background, yeah. you'll just love the choreography. And we're, so we can see this in theaters, but this is also yeah. one that is coming to HBO Max, right? Yep, it's already on HBO Max. It came out yesterday. So if you just can't get to the theater, the times don't work, at least watch it on HBO Max on your at home and then you, and then they'll get the credits there too. The credits. It's like yeah. a token in an arcade <laughs> game. You know, they'll get the you know, they'll they'll see that people are watching it through HBO Max as well. How many ticket stubs? Four and a half out of five ticket stubs. I mean, I cannot wait to watch it again. We've got plans to watch it with a friend. Go to my YouTube channel, Paul's Tripping Movies, to see these interviews with the cast. I had a blast talking to all of them. Awesome. Oh, Paul, and I'm so bummed that we don't have time Uh, to talk about your other offering, but you are going to be on Twin Cities Live today, correct? Yes, so people will see my review of Loki on Twin Cities Live today. Perfect. Okay, so thank you again, Paul McGuire-Grimes. Paul's trip to the movies. You guys got to check him out on all the, the platforms and make sure you see his YouTube channel because that's where all of those interviews will be. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. We'd love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Some people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Often this is a shame. Lord, I. Starting in Florida, you guys. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Oh, dear. They're also uh, pantsless at the Circle K. Oh, fun. Sign me up. I don't know if you want to be signed up for this program. 21-year-old Kendall Mabry walked out of a Circle K bathroom near Orlando last Thursday with no pants or undies on. 
And a cop happened to be right there to see the experience um, as it unfolded. Oh, um, what what was unfolding? Well, she'd been drinking. Oh, I just meant like something on her body. Oh, no, not that I know of. I also wasn't there. Um, she had been drinking. She was slurring her words. And she also smelled of marijuana. Um, but that's not what makes her a crazy, stupid idiot. This is all really super. Oh, that's not the crazy, stupid idiot. I mean, that's sort of garden variety, right? Pantsless woman walks out in public. That's pretty, pretty good one. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Although it is hot out. It Mm -hmm. is hot. Ventilation. Although I, you know, like even if I were taking off, if I were taking off all my clothes, I'd leave my undies on because you get sweaty down there and you just need some, like something to absorb, absorb, Mm -hmm. absorbing junior. Create a barrier. Pragmatic of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you. then you sit down and you, you don't want to leave anything behind. Yeah, that's when you just have to carry a towel with you. Yeah. The cops. Been to a lot of nudist camps, have you, Holly? Mm-hmm. She will say nothing. <laughs> uh, the cops. At, the cop asked her why she was in the store because she, by the way, left the bathroom and then was wandering around the store with no pants on. The like, cop, ma'am. The cop was like, uh, "Ma'am, wear your pants. What are you doing with no pants on?" And she said that. Another police officer told her it was totally fine to go pantsless in this heat. Oh, that's probably a horny police officer. Her pants, by the way, were in the car, which means she did not disrobe in the bathroom of the Circle K. It was only when she left the bathroom that the cop happened to be there and noticed her. She'd also walked right into the store with no pants on. A cashier called the cops when they saw her walk in and uh, they met her at the restroom she is facing charges for disorderly intoxication. So she was high. Does getting high make you take your pants off at a Circle K? No. I, I just think maybe she'd had a lot going on because uh, she also had been drinking. And, oh, okay. well, you know, booze will definitely knows? make your pants come off. I do know that from first <sighs> pants experience. She, by the way, has pleaded not guilty to the misdemeanor. Well, you know, probably is a good lawyer who's like, don't you act guilty. She also was not tell charged. Me you had a pants allergy. She was not charged for walking around pantsless. She was not charged. Well, no, what was she, she was charged, charged with? for disorderly uh, intoxication. Oh, but not they're for... like, we'll let the pants slide mm-hmm. as long as you deal well, with the drunk and disorderly. Exactly. Okay. <sighs> this is been, there's been a lot of be embarrassing. Lately. That would be one of those things where, like, when you sobered up and they were like, do you know why you're here, ma'am? And you were like, I don't know. Oh, I welcome to most recall. of my 20s, somebody going, do you know where you are? And I'm like, where are my pants? Okay. I just would be like, oh, yeah. no, I can't not. I can't undo that. That's why I don't do that anymore. There you go. Yep, yep. Do you have a crazy stupid idiot? I do. And we're going to go to McDonald's. Oh, my God. You didn't tell me we were going to McDonald's today. Oh my God, you're so excited. Well, sometimes you just want a happy meal. Well, unless you're Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Who thinks there's nothing happy about that meal? Remember, we oh, just talked that's about right. it. I was day. like, I know there's a story because she's <laughs> laughing, but I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But I want to honor that laughter. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we are going uh, to McDonald's, and this is all about a happy meal. I would just like to tell you, it got real unhappy at the McDonald's because somebody couldn't get themselves a happy meal. Do you want to guess what happened? Let me just tell you. Okay. So a man of Virginia allegedly did something to everyone. 
at the McDonald's mm-hmm. because he was unable to get a happy meal. Do you want to guess what he did? Uh, it does not involve doo-doo. Uh, okay, well, he did something because he couldn't get a Happy Meal? Yes, he did something to everyone at McDonald's. He sang to them. Okay, nope. okay so that's that not... your best word? No, it wasn't. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, I'm did... so mad I'm going to sing. I mean, that would be a crime against people uh, if I did it. I'm so mad. I'm did so mad do... at you. Did he do a human impression of a sprinkler? A human impression? Oh, like... <laughs> With his hose. Oh, I thought you meant like the <laughs> dance from the n- early 90s. No. The yeah. sprinkler. Holly well, was doing that, that earlier. Mm-hmm. Holly? Yep. There it Catch is. the YouTube. Get it. Um, no, he did not whiz on the audience. <laughs> oh, or boy. The, the audience. <laughs> well, I bet they were all looking. Uh, what no, did he do? He threatened to execute everyone. Wow. I thought it was more fun when we were talking about... <laughs> Human sprinklers, <laughs> yeah, so or like a song. News, I don't know. The karaoke made me happy. Good, good news. Goodness. He didn't. Okay. But here's what happened. So it turns out you don't want to threaten to execute everyone at the McDonald's oh, if no. you can't get a happy meal. I pretty much could have told you that. So according to the office of Stafford County Sheriff, the following words were spoken: "Happy meal order sparks crime spree." There was a suspect who was apparently. Well, I'm not even going to read their words. I'm just going to tell you. This guy was working as a delivery driver, I think, for DoorDash. And I don't know. I'm assuming like he got an order for a Happy Meal. But for whatever reason, um, it was 9.57 in the a.m. Mm-hmm. And that is not a Happy Meal time. No, it's too early That's for a Happy breakfast Meal. breakfast meal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can get your pancakes. Yeah. And also, God, you're there for breakfast at McDonald's. How many times in your life do you get to be at a McDonald's for breakfast? That's a rare experience. Right? Usually you're like, oh, I just missed breakfast. Yes. But he wanted a Happy Meal. Um, A DoorDash driver was unhappy that Happy Meals cannot be ordered from the breakfast menu. The driver became agitated before leaving in a white Toyota sedan. Now, while he was on, you know, the like, they were like, I'm sorry, we don't have any Happy Meals. It's not time yet. And he was like, okay, I'll be back. When I kill everyone. Oh my gosh. And so they were like, okay, that's scary. Yeah. Right? Well, it gets even worse. It gets worse than he threatened to kill everybody? Yeah. He had a gun that he was waving. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. And it wasn't a human gun? It wasn't his. <laughs> no. It wasn't for his. I know we've been through a lot, of, a, a lot of stories uh, on this mm-hmm. show together, so it's easy to believe that. Apparently, um, uh, the victim. Uh, so here's the thing. He brandished that gun in front of a bunch of people. And one of the victims that he brandished that gun because they call it a brandishing victim. And I'm like, that's just a weird turn of phrase. Yeah. But essentially, some one of the people that he like waved his gun at. He was. So imagine you're parked at the Panera when the suspect drove into the lot in a white Toyota sedan without any provocation. He raised oh. his handgun and pointed it at the victim. Yeah. So Panera guy had no idea what was going like on. The guy that um, tried to. You know, come at you, the clown. Yes! When I was driving on... <laughs> what? You don't know this story, Holly. I'm sure you do. You just don't remember yeah, you, it. You have to have heard the story, Holly. When I was, uh, I was driving with a friend, I was in the passenger side of the vehicle, and I looked at the car next to me, and there was somebody in full clown regalia. No, I don't know this You don't story. know this story? It's in your neighborhood, Holly. Be careful. It is, Wasn't actually. It yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. It, uh, it was by a college, a St. Paul College uh-huh. area. 
and uh, full clown regalia. Like, and I was like delighted because when you see a clown driving a car, you're like, that clown's going to a party, right? But then that clown had a gun in their hand and looked at me and mouthed, I'll kill you. And I, my friend was driving and I was like, step on it! Go! I love that Holly is like <laughs> laughing hysterically. Now, no, 10 years ago happened. or 20 years ago when that was, that, was that would be years. hilarious. That was 20 years ago. Today? Was it funny? It didn't feel funny. That would not be hilarious. No, I'm saying in oh. the telling of that joke from oh, 20 sure. years ago, it's hilarious. Now, because of the passage of time and I was okay. Hey, yeah. you're fine. But I do have a healthy fear of clowns. And guns. Well, I, that existed. Yeah. Humility. I mean, it wasn't bad enough that there was a gun. This It was the mouthing of <laughs> I'll kill you that really was the end of the story for me. All right. Yeah. We went nobody was gamut, killed. Gamut of emotions there. The guy was arrested. Nobody got a happy meal. <sighs> That's a bummer. <laughs> they don't have happy meals in prison, I think. Right. No, but they do have a program wherein because I have a friend who works in the food service business who works with some like uh, correctional institutions and they um, have a program whereby you can order special food items for folks that are in uh, those institutions. That's kind of nice to know. Yeah. So like there are like cheeseburgers and I do. Can I say something else that's semi unrelated, but totally related? I just, when you were doing the impression of the drive-through, I just want to say that drive-throughs have really come a long way. Um, you know, because you can really understand. Can you? Yes. I haven't been through a drive-through in a in a thousand. It uh, well, I do. We travel a well, lot, yeah, and, you got kids. and we got kids, so I go through a lot of drive-throughs, and it's clear as a bell. And they do this really lovely thing now. Where they put up on the screen what you ordered. So you don't have to like be like, no, I said, and you can like, it's just, it's amazing. Do they ask you if you uh, want like a fried pie with that? Uh, Like, do they upsell you? No. Remember we talked about that yesterday. They don't ask you if you'd like a medium or a large when you just want a small. Can I get you one of our um, yummy pretzel cheese cappuccino bites? Also, I feel like every time I go to get coffee, yeah, I have to wade through like a conversation. I'm I'm not a member of your points club. Mm-hmm. No offense, I don't you want really to be, and I'm be, sorry. I'm should be, but I don't want to be because all I ever get is coffee, and you're never going to give me a free coffee. Yeah, you get free. I'm telling you, at Starbucks, those stars add up. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but then it becomes like an illness, and you've got to keep track. And I just feel bad for the people that have to ask that because you know they don't want to ask you if you're a member of their points club. Right. Yeah, because well, they're afraid that you're a secret shopper. Oh, right. yeah. They're gonna yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, I remember those days when you're like, "Hi, would you like a fried pie with this meal?" Mm-mm. They are so good. It is only fifty cents extra. I to bet you really order. sold them. <laughs> yeah. Employee of the month. Yeah, Bradley there he is. I, my, would you picture, like one? My picture was never, <laughs> ever, on the uh, break. Uh, you know, break wall. Yeah. Or what do you call it? Employee that of the month. Yeah, the break, break room, room wall. wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not me. It's not nope. now. It's not nope. now either. I was dropping. S- <laughs> I'm just saying our faces are not on the employee oh, of like, the month wall. You don't here. know. <laughs> um, I was dropping sandwiches in the back and picking them up and putting them on a plate and going, no one will notice. Dusted off. Was this the same? I, 
You know, I we don't have time to talk about Bradley Trainer's former jobs. I know so many wonderful stories. But was that the same mall one where with the bathroom with the half door? Yeah, when I had to go to the, to the bathroom on my like on the job, and I had to pull the whole thing down and be like, "Be back in a minute," and then I had to poop, and so I sat in the stall. But the doors were cut in half because there had been a problem with people doing things in there. Oh boy! So. You could people walking by could see into the stall. Oh gosh! And this weirdo came up to the stall door, and which just and just and stood there and looked at me and said, "Hey, hey!" Oh gosh! And I'm like, "Well, I can't really go anywhere." Question: Was he dressed as a clown? <laughs> oh, and he did not aim a gun at me, but he wanted me to aim one at him. Oh, when no. we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got a little game to play. That game is called The Throwback. Live. After this on My Talk 107.1. <laughs>